You're listening to The Big Bible Read, an initiative of The Pulse and The Word radio stations. For Bible study resources and to join a community of other Bible readers, visit bigbibleread.com. Genesis 22. Sometime after these things, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, Abraham replied. But God said, take your son, your only son whom you love, Isaac, and go to the land of Moriah. Offer him up there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains that I will indicate to you. Early in the morning, Abraham got up and settled his donkey. He took two of his young servants with him, along with his son Isaac. When he had cut the wood for the burnt offering, he started out for the place God had spoken to him about. On the third day, Abraham caught sight of the place in the distance. So he said to his servants, you two stay here with the donkey while the boy and I go up there. We will worship and then return to you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and put it on his son Isaac. Then he took the fire and the knife in his hand, and the two of them walked on together. Isaac said to his father Abraham, My father, what is it, my son? He replied, Here is the fire and the wood, Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? God will provide for himself the lamb for the burnt offering, my son, Abraham replied, and the two of them continued on together. When they came to the place God had told them about, Abraham built the altar there and arranged the wood on it. Next, he tied up his son Isaac and placed him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out with his hand, took the knife, and prepared to slaughter his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Do not harm the boy, the angel said. Do not do anything, for now I know that you fear God because you did not withhold your son, your only son, from me. Abraham looked up and saw behind him a ram caught in the bushes by its horns. So he went over and got the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place the Lord provides. It is said to this day, in the mountain of the Lord, provision will be made. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, I solemnly swear by my own name, decrees the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will indeed bless you and will greatly multiply your descendants so that they will be as countless as the stars in the sky or the grains of sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the strongholds of their enemies. Because you have obeyed me, all the nations of the earth will pronounce blessings on one another using the name of your descendants. Then Abraham returned to his servants, and they set out together for Beersheba, where Abraham stayed. After these things, Abraham was told, Milcah also has borne children to your brother Nahor. Uz the firstborn, his brother Buzz, Kemiel, the father of Aram, Kesed, Hazo, Pildash, Jidlaf, and Bethiel. Now Bethiel became the father of Rebekah. These were the eight sons Milcah bore to Abraham's brother Nahor. His concubine, whose name was Rumah, also bore him children, Teba, Gaham, Tahesh, and Maka. Genesis 23. Sarah lived 127 years. Then she died in Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. Abraham went to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. Then Abraham got up from mourning his dead wife and said to the sons of Heth, I am a foreign resident, a temporary settler among you. Grant me ownership of a burial site among you so that I may bury my dead. The sons of Heth answered Abraham, Listen, sir, you are a mighty prince among us. You may bury your dead in the choicest of our tombs. None of us will refuse you his tomb to prevent you from burying your dead. Abraham got up and bowed down to the local people the sons of Heth. Then he said to them, If you agree that I may bury my dead, then hear me out. Ask Ephron, 
the son of Zohar, if he will sell me the cave of Machpelah that belongs to him. It is at the end of his field. Let him sell it to me publicly for the full price, so that I may own it as a burial site. Now Ephron was sitting among the sons of Heth. Ephron the Hittite replied to Abraham in the hearing of the sons of Heth before all who entered the gate of the city. No, my lord, hear me out. I sell you both the field and the cave that is in it. In the presence of my people, I sell it to you. Bury your dead. Abraham bowed before the local people and said to Ephron in their hearing, Hear me if you will. I pay to you the price of the field. Take it from me so that I may bury my dead there. Ephron answered Abraham, saying to him, Hear me, my lord, the land is worth 400 pieces of silver. But what is that between me and you? So bury your dead. So Abraham agreed to Ephron's price and weighed out for him the price that Ephron had quoted in the hearing of the sons of Heth, 400 pieces of silver according to the standard measurement at the time. So Abraham secured Ephron's field and Mechpelah next to Mamre, including the field, the cave that was in it, and all the trees that were in the field and all around its border as his property in the presence of the sons of Heth before all who entered the gate of Ephron's city. After this, Abraham buried his wife Sarah in the cave in the field of Machpelah next to Mamre, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. So Abraham secured the field in the cave that was in it as a burial site from the sons of Heth. Matthew chapter 7 Do not judge so that you will not be judged. For by the standard you judge, you will be judged, and the measure you use will be the measure you receive. Why do you see the speck in your brother's eye, but fail to see the beam of wood in your own? Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye, while there is a beam in your own? You hypocrite! First remove the beam from your own eye, and then you can see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Do not give what is holy to dogs or throw your pearls before pigs. Otherwise, they will trample them under their feet and turn around and tear you to pieces. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Is there anyone among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, although you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? In everything, treat others as you would want them to treat you, for this fulfills the law and the prophets. Enter through the narrow gate, because the gate is wide and the way is spacious that leads to destruction, and there are many who enter through it. How narrow is the gate and difficult the way that leads to life, and there are few who find it. Watch out for false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are voracious wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits. Grapes are not gathered from thorns or figs from thistles, are they? In the same way, every good tree bears good fruit, but the bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree is not able to bear bad fruit, nor a bad tree to bear good fruit. 
Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So then you will recognize them by their fruit. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. Only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many powerful deeds in your name that I will declare to them, I never knew you. Go away from me, you lawbreakers. Everyone who hears these words of mine and does them is like a wise man who built his house on a rock. The rain fell, the flood came, and the winds beat against the house, but it did not collapse because its foundation had been laid on rock. Everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain fell, the flood came, and the winds beat against that house, and it collapsed. It was utterly destroyed. When Jesus finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed by his teaching because he taught them like one who had authority, not like their experts in the law. Psalm 8 O Lord, our Lord, how magnificent is your reputation throughout the earth! You reveal your majesty in the heavens above. From the mouths of children and nursing babies, you have ordained praise on account of your adversaries, so that you might put an end to the vindictive enemy. When I look up at the heavens which your fingers made, and see the moon and the stars which you set in place, of what importance is the human race that you should notice them? Of what importance is mankind that you should pay attention to them, and make them a little less than the heavenly beings? You grant mankind honor and majesty. You appoint them to rule over your creation. You have placed everything under their authority, including all the sheep and cattle, as well as the wild animals, the birds in the sky, the fish in the sea, and everything that moves through the currents of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how magnificent is your reputation throughout the earth. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, netbible.com. Copyright 1996-2019. Used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC. All rights reserved.